Well, hello there. Uh, it is Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. or thereabouts. Uh, we do have a very, very special week coming up. We have Election Week, um, and we call it Election Week not because you're going out to get um, election today, uh, but you can do actually early voting. But we, uh, we have a couple really great guests. Uh, we have a bonus episode on Thursday as well. So uh, without further ado, let me introduce our very, very special guest. And now, by way of Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, she graduated from UNC Chapel Hill and then did the unthinkable. She graduated from law from Duke University. She is a mother of three boys, a commercial real estate attorney, and much more, as she is also your Madam Supervisor of Palm Beach County. She is Wendy Sartori Link. <laughs> Good morning. How are Good you? Good morning. Well, that's the so, most uh, fun introduction I've had. So thank you for that. <laughs> you are very welcome. Uh, you know, um, so you're really not doing anything uh, these next couple of weeks, are you? No, no, it's uh, it's it's summer vacation time. That's what it's all about now. <laughs> so, uh, so how you know you became a super, or, or you're appointed by uh, Governor DeSantis to be um, to fill in actually more uh, as the supervisor of um, elections for Palm Beach County. And, um, you know, how's it going? You know, what have you done uh, to kind of maybe protect some of uh, what was maybe not great uh, prior to, um, if you could elaborate a little bit on that? Sure. So, yeah, we've got we're, we're right in the middle of it now. We've had early voting uh, started yesterday. We've had a lot of vote by mail happening. Uh, so vote by mail, given COVID, is, of course, something nobody saw on the uh a year ago when we were preparing for this. So what we've done, we've made a lot of changes. One of them was saying you know, to people who say, how are you gonna protect me? How are you gonna make sure that when I'm standing in line, I'm not gonna get COVID? And of course we can't make that, you know, we can't make that guarantee to anybody. So what we've said is the best thing you can do if that's a concern is to make sure you're doing vote by mail. So we have postage prepaid for the first time ever. So people can you know, make a, all you got to do is call the office. You can go onto our website. It takes less than two minutes to make a request online. You can send us an email. Anyway, we'll send you your ballot. You fill it out in the comfort of your own home, mail it back, postage prepaid. For those who have concerns about the post office, you can also drop it at one of the 18 early voting sites across the county, plus one of our four offices. So you've got 22 places you can drop the uh, vote by mail ballot into uh, a box without waiting in line. And uh, so that's gone. We've got about 105,000 uh, vote by mail returns already in. Wow. We've sent out um, about 330,000 already. And then vote by mail yesterday went well. We had about 1,300 people show up to vote, which was great. And uh, that went really smoothly. So that's sort of the, the real start of people voting. And then we're just getting ready for election day, which is August 18th. So. That's awesome. So, you know, one of the questions I had, I was speaking to a friend of mine last night, and, you know, one of the questions is, is polling centers, right? Um, so it used to be in schools and churches and things of that nature. Are they still, is it, is it going to be as many polling centers? Are there going to be in schools? Um, do we, do we uh, have any idea of that? Sure. Yeah, we definitely know. So all of, we have 427 polling sites. So that's only down we were very lucky. We actually were very, um, we were very fortunate. We were able to talk most of the places in to it, or we had 16 sites actually decline, but we were able to re find replacements for many of them. 
So we are, uh, instead of 434 that we had in March, we have 427. Uh, many of them are in schools. The school district has been great because school's not in session. So there's no students on campus now, or even if school goes back in November, there won't be students on campus on election day. So they, it's a, a safety issue for them and it makes it easier for us. So that's great. So we are in, um, we're, we're ready to go there. Uh, we yeah. are, for our early voting sites, like I said, we expanded those. So we now have 18, that's the most we've ever had. So we're in uh, Delray Beach Community Center is a new one. The Green Acres Community Center is new. So those are both new in August. And um, so I think we're, we're, gonna be, we're gonna be pretty good getting people spread out. We've added days for early voting and added hours. Again, partially because of COVID, we wanna give people the most opportunity to spread it out so that we don't have people standing in line. So all the uh, all the parents uh, just kind of gasped when you said, "Well, if uh, if uh, we'll be back in uh, school by November, you know." Yeah. Yeah. So either way, whether they're in school or not, we're not going to be bothering your kids because they won't be on campus that day either way. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we we talk about you know Palm Beach County. Fortunately, or unfortunately, has been in the news regarding you know voting and 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 things, you know, all the way from the hanging chads to all that other um, stuff uh, that you weren't a part of. Um, but, uh, <laughs> right. but tell us a little bit about how you're protecting the voting process and what you've done since you've become um, the uh, Madam Supervisor. Sure. So we were, uh, we did already have uh, new equipment that we bought. So right away we went in and bought new equipment. Uh, so the uh, voting machines that you see are all brand new. Uh, you know, those had some troubles. They couldn't do more than one recount at a time and they were you know, falling apart. So we uh, we were very fortunate that actually the county commission it had already uh, there was already money in the budget. So I didn't have to work very hard to get that. It was there and we just used it and bought the machines. Then what we did was we looked at the security of the rest of the systems and the registration system is really the backbone of the elections office. So that, while the voting equipment is what is splashy and what people see on election day, the registration system really is what's going to keep you the most secure. So we looked at that and said that what we were using really was not the, uh, the most updated technology. And so although it's a, a huge change and something that was a lot of work for the staff, uh, we really decided that Palm Beach County deserves this. You know, we deserve to have the best. So we made a change to both the voting system and the registration system. So I feel real good about the security about that. And it also allowed us to be much more transparent because with the newer technology, we also redid our website. So we can actually connect some things directly from our registration and background information directly into our website. So for example, on election day now, and actually you can go to the site right now and it'll tell you uh, on in live time, we updated every 15 minutes how many people have turned out to vote at which location, by party. Uh, you can divide it by precinct. You can divide it, um, like I said, by political party and location. So there's lots of ways you can play with that data, like an Excel spreadsheet almost. And so since we have that information available to us, we thought the voters would enjoy that too. And for candidates, it's very helpful for them to see you know, what percentage of people are showing up and who's come and who's not. So we live stream, you know, we have that live now and that's something we're able to do because of the new equipment. And then of course, security is always a huge concern for people. 
And so we've been working with the FBI, with the Homeland Security, with the state cyber navigators. We also hired a cybersecurity expert to be on our staff. So his job is solely to be working with those other agencies and protecting our network. He's a network specialist as well. And so that's going to, we're, we put ourselves in the best position we can be. You know, Palm Beach County is going to be a target for anybody trying to make a statement. The president votes here. So, you know, that we've got, we've got reasons we have a target on our back, uh, but we are being proactive and trying to, like I said, there's, there's nothing that has been recommended by any of those, you know, big agencies or by our, or by our cybersecurity expert that we haven't implemented. So I feel like what I can say is we're in the best possible position we can be in leading into it too. And then we have also done a lot of, you know, what if scenarios. So if this happened, how would we handle it? We have a plan. So we're, uh, we're, we're in the best shape we can be. And, you know, it's amazing because, you know, from what I understand, you've been also like testing recounts and, and, and things of that nature to, you know, as you talk about what if scenarios, you know, um, if things are close, you know, so that the process uh, doesn't go past the date, you know, like uh, previous. Yeah, we'll be, we, we do have a recount plan and we did Palm Beach County, you know, never, never uh, fails to uh, get close, right? So never wanting to disappoint, uh, we had three one vote races in the March primaries. Wow. So that's the opportunity to test the recount uh, plans. And even though they were small and we could have done them one at a time, we went ahead and actually did all three of them at once just so that we could test to see doing more than one race at a time. Glad to say it worked perfectly. And it also was a great recheck on our machines because we did go through the full recount process and everything ended up being an exact count. So we felt good about the front end process as well as the back end. And yeah, of course, if we have a recount in November, it's going to be on a much larger scale, take a lot more time, but we have a plan ready to go. Perfect. And, you know, I always wondered this and it it was always like, I don't know, something that I just, I guess, wondered was, you know, why party affiliation is attached to like supervisor elections or, you know, like party affiliation isn't attached to mayor, but it's, you know, attached to certain um, things because really it's all about the fair process, isn't it? I I wish it wasn't. In fact, (laughs) used to be a nonpartisan office, and it wasn't until this past year in, that the uh, Orange County had a case that the Florida Supreme Court ruled on, and it was determined that every that there should be a race in November, and that everybody should be able to vote on a race in November, and so that's why they made them partisan races. So the problem with doing that, because they wanted both parties, because the way it used to be the top two vote getters, whoever they were, whether it was two Republicans, two Democrats, two NPAs, one of each, you know, however it worked, the top two vote getters would be who moved on to November, unless one of those had gotten 51% in the primary. The Supreme Court said, no, you've got to go and you've got to have a partisan race. So now you do have, um, you know, you have a partisan race. The ironic thing about this is that this year, the supervisor of elections race is actually going to be decided in August anyway, because there is only uh, there are only Democratic uh, nominees or um, candidates in the race. 
So, uh, of course, I'm one of them. But so we go when we have our race, it's now a universal primary. So even Republicans and NPA ballots have this race on it because, again, the Supreme Court has said everybody will have to have a chance to vote if it's going to be the final vote. And since it is going to be the final vote, it's on every race, every uh, candidate's, uh, every this candidate race is on every ballot. So, and, that, and that's August 18th, correct? That's uh, it, the, I mean, you could do early voting now, but it's right. August 18th, yeah. You can be doing, uh, again, vote by mail. So like I said, yeah. we can vote by mail. So, you know, even when people say, well, I don't trust vote by mail, or why are you pushing it? And we try to tell people we're not pushing a particular thing. We're saying we do have three ways to vote in Florida, and we're making all three of them available to people. Um, vote by mail is just the only one that I can guarantee that you're not going to be standing in line. Now, August, we don't expect, you know, August is not typically a huge turnout. Um, so we don't expect there to be long lines in August, but certainly in November, uh, I do expect there to be lines. And so we're going to do everything. I think of people who do choose to go to the polls, they'll see we've spent a lot of time and a lot of money uh, thinking out how can we make it safest for those who want to be there. You'll see a lot of PPE. The poll workers are all going to be wearing facial coverings, gloves. We uh, bought those plexiglass shields to go in between the voter and the uh, poll worker. We've got the you know, six foot social distancing. We have masks for voters if they don't bring one. We also have gloves for voters if they'd like to have one. The pens are single-use pens. It's now a little souvenir. It says, I voted, and you take it with you so that you're not reading a pen somebody else touched. Uh, so we've got a lot of things that we've tried to think about to make you know, voting in person as you know, clean and safe as it can possibly be for those who choose that method of voting. Well, in the short time that you've become, you know, the Madam Supervisor of Palm Beach County, uh, you've done some great things. I mean, you've already talked about, you know, many of the uh, new equipment and some of the new policies, um, you know, surrounded by transparency and, and things that, you know, really the the constituents really are, are demanding or are wanting, right? Um, so give us a little bit of insight into um, why someone would vote for you. Oh, well... For one, this job, I can tell you, takes uh, takes a, a lot of energy and it takes a lot of enthusiasm and passion because there are long hours to do it well. Uh, there's also a huge, steep learning curve. And so I've spent the last year and a half learning all of the laws. And while there's a lot of great ideas that sound like, oh, when somebody says, well, I'll go when I'm elected, I'll do this. Well, you find out when you get there, the law doesn't allow you to do that. And so, uh, so I think that there's a, uh, I already have that learning curve behind me. I've got the energy and the passion for the job. We've done, I think, a lot of good things at both sides of the aisle, you know, both Republicans and the Democrats have been happy with. We've been very transparent in everything that we've done and invited the press and the public. We did, uh, we did an open house into our warehouse for any of the public that wanted to see what the process is. We've done a lot, like I said, with vote by mail, making voting more accessible to everybody, whether it's a cost factor or just a convenience factor with the postage. We have done, um, like I said, a lot of transparency through our website, things people used to have to do a public records request for. It's now readily available to them for free and easily available. Uh, so I think, you know, we're, we, there's a lot we can still do. 
uh, I would say the office was very siloed and very segmented and we're going to, one of the things I want to work on more is more outreach to the community. We hadn't been doing a lot of that over the last several years. So we're going to do more outreach. We started with 200, uh, 200 outreach events before COVID started and uh, slowed down since then. But we are wanting to really get more involved with the community, making our office very accessible and very transparent to everybody, which in my mind is really what you want in a supervisor of elections office. No, I agree. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, um, I had the fortunate, um, you know, to, to meet you on, on a candidate screening uh, for the Board of Realtors. And uh, I, I came away very impressed. And, um, and I thought that, you know, uh, you have already done an amazing job and there's uh, great things to do, you know, going in the future. So I would encourage people uh, to get out and vote and, and vote for you uh, to continue uh, doing some great things as Madam Supervisor. So we uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on. Uh, this is, uh, I'm sure, a very stressful time. And, um, you know, uh, I don't want to take too much of your time. And we, uh, we just want to thank you. Well, thank you very much. And certainly you or anybody who's viewing, if they have any questions at all, they should reach out to me, reach out to our office. You know, we have our, our big three pillars, our integrity, accountability, and service. And we're focused very much, especially during election time, on all three, but service being a big pillar for us. So we do want to rec always remember we're here to serve the public. And so anything that we can do, please let us know. And I can't wait to get my sticker and pen when I uh, get to the uh, point. Fine <laughs> yesterday. It's a good time to be there. I think we did have one of our sites had eight people waiting at 10 o'clock when we opened, which was exciting. But I think that was the longest line we had all day. <laughs> That's great, though. Get out and vote. That's the most important thing. Um, you know, we certainly appreciate it. So Breakfast with the Broker every Tuesday at 9 a.m. We do have a bonus episode on Thursday at 9 a.m. We are bringing on Michael Weinstein. He's running for state seat uh, District 81. And uh, we're going to talk to him about um, what his objectives are and how he is going to um, propel uh, the state legislature and get out the get out and vote. And uh, we'll see what he has to say. So thank you very much, Madam Supervisor. I can't, you know, uh, we certainly appreciate it. We hope that uh, uh, you win in, uh, in August and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.